What's up, listeners? We are back with episode 16 of the Allure DJs podcast. As usual, we have our hosts. We got Hate. Yo, this is America. We got Sato. <laughs> oh, what's good? We got Shaylin. What's up, what's up? And I'm Rishi. On the Allure DJs podcast, we discuss the hard-hitting topics that saturate the music industry. Using the perspective of a DJ company, we discuss the way music impacts culture and society. Society. Let's get it poppin'. Ew. Oh, honestly, it'd be kind of cool if I went popping, then you went popping, then he and went then a little quieter, then he Yo, went a little quieter. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Popping, popping. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. 50% creative, guys. Hey, could just How be about we course. just whisper for the whole podcast? Nah, I think our viewers would get very mad about that. Probably. <laughs> All, All right. 12 of them. So, uh, There's what dozens of us. Dozens. Dozens. Dozens of listeners. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So today, I think we're going to start with uh, with Travi, right? That's no, with doing? Denzel. Denzel? Oh, okay. Sorry, Denzel. Um, you got to wait, Travis. Just so you guys know, we're not talking about Denzel Washington. We're talking about his less. I don't think cousin. anyone was confused about that. <laughs> Denzel no, Curry. Actually, Denzel Curry. Denzel the, Curry. The Denzel Washington podcast is coming soon, though, right? I mean, we're doing that. Oh, of course. <laughs> yes. Only Equal as a two. Equal as a two. Once he drops that rap album that we've been anticipating. Honestly, I love Denzel. He's a fantastic actor. <laughs> All right, okay. so uh, Denzel Curry. <laughs> Onto Todd 13 Boo. <laughs> For those of you who do not know Denzel Curry, uh, he is a. Honestly, I don't even know how to explain him because he's not he's not that well known of a rapper. I mean, he is to a certain extent as far as like the new school of rappers go, but like I feel like the casual listener won't really know who Denzel no, Curry no, is. No, no, probably not. Um, he was a for those of you who are familiar with the XXL freshman list. He was a XXL freshman, I think, twenty sixteen, the same year that guys like Lil Uzi, Twenty One Savage, what is Kodak XXL? Black. It's a magazine. It's a magazine. Uh, every it's a hip hop magazine. Yeah. It's oh. hip, every so, year they it's a very release... misleading name, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> only, only, only you would think that way. Hey. Every every year they uh, they drop a list of who they think are the next big things in in rap music, mm-hmm. and uh, these guys kind of were that crop of of that year. Wait, before you go into it, who was this year's? This year, uh, guys like I mean, as far as people who, like are, that are popular, uh, Ski Mask, The Slump God, uh, JID, Lil mm-hmm. Pump, mm-hmm. Smoke Perp, those kind Lil of guys. Lil Pump, really. Mm-hmm. Little pump, but yeah. I mean, what about see, block the, boy? the thing is, uh, a lot of people will argue that the XXL freshman list has kind of gone away from um, true like, hip hop. Not not true. Not even true hip hop. It's just like it, it's it's less about who's it's making, political. Yeah, it's less about who's making good music and more about who just has a wave right now. And so, mm-hmm. which is, I mean, that's fine. I feel it's like, like a who's trending type of thing. Yeah. That's it. I don't so, I don't really okay. blame them though because that's kind of how things are going in general. You know what I mean? Hip hop's the new like pop, that. buddy. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Hip hop. Thankfully, they still have one guy on there that really, really is the essence of hip-hop, which is J.I.D., who we'll talk about at a certain point. But, um, yeah, so Denzel Curry, he was, uh, he was one of those, those freshmen. Um, ci- he was on those ciphers and things like that. And other than that, he's dropped, I think, two albums up until this point. Uh, he had, I think his biggest hit was Ultimate, which was a meme for a while. Like, uh, there was a lot of SpongeBob memes that had the song Ultimate on there. They were really funny. But uh, that was his biggest hit. And then after that, he's kind of just had a couple of albums that, in my opinion, were really good, uh, but not they didn't really have that big of a wave. Uh, this one, however, seems to be really hitting. I mean, he's on the charts and everything. People are really, really paying attention to him. And uh, I see why, because he's, he's, he's really good, man. This is a good album, as far as, I, as, far as I'm concerned. Um, so, so, wait, the, the name of the album, uh, real quick, is Taboo. Yeah, Taboo. But it's spelled ta one three o o. Yeah, yeah. Because the uh, one and creative. three looks like a B. <laughs> he dropped it in the form of uh, three parts that he dropped on three different days. 
Um, Which was pretty then, cool, I think, in my yeah. in my opinion. And the way yeah, that it's he like light gray, light gray, dark, yeah. something like dark, that. Dark, 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 light, how dark, he gray. It. And I, I liked how he he was on complex, uh, and he did this pretty funny description of it. He said, "Imagine you planting a flower seed and then just watching it slowly grow into a piece of shit." <laughs> and, that's, and that's how he explained it. And I was like, "That's fucking hilarious." <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's exactly. It's just like it kind of starts really light and and like fluffy, and then it just slowly becomes more and more like crazy and it's it's like a it's like a ride to me honestly it's it's pretty fun I honestly love it. looking looking at the at the titles of the songs like you can just tell it gets more and more crazy i mean he starts <laughs> off with light which is which includes songs like uh sumo and cash maniac and then you go to the uh the gray area which is um uh mad i got it switch up uh super Saiyan and clout cobain which was a single before the album even came out mm-hmm. yeah the song is awesome and then dark. I like that song. The the, the last the last bit of it it has titles like perks and the blackest <laughs> balloon. Oh, vengeance. And, and vengeance. 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 Black metal. So you can you can just tell from the song titles that what's it gets your darker. what's your favorite song on this album? If you do like oh, it. this one's easy for Ooh, me. So I like the I songs from the light side. I yeah, me couple. too. Yeah, I mean, me too. But I think the vengeance and the dark stuff was like a little bit actually out there for me. The best like song. That's that's where the the meat was. My favorite songs black balloons. Really? Uh, Black Balloons is awesome, and I want to talk about that song real quick. Black Balloons, the, not the blackest balloon. No, no, the the, the one in, part, yeah. in light. Yeah, yeah. Part one. Um, the ending of that song is something else. Yeah, it, yeah. It just drifts away into like this whole new vibe, and you just just questioning it, but you still enjoying it at the same time. Yeah, there's like this weird. I, I wish I had a little background on what exactly was happening, but I just feel like there's a story behind the end of that song. There, it's it's something worth listening. It was like to. something about the news. It's like a newscaster who's talking about something. And it's talking about something that Denzel, like you know, the character in that story had done. But the way it's the way the way it's all put together yeah, is very good. There's absolutely a narrative to this. It's it's very interesting because it's it's like not obvious, especially because he's not that well known of an artist. And if you didn't have this this kind of background, I think this might be the reason this album didn't pick up as much as I thought it would. It did, it did get more than I thought it would, but like still like. It not as much as it deserved. Not as much as it deserved. I don't know. You'd be surprised. A lot of the stuff I was reading, people are like making cries to call it the album of the year. Like the hip hop album of the year. Yeah, like that's surprising to me because it's, it's up there to me. I mean, it's it's really it's good. It's a pretty fire album. <laughs> I will say though, I, I mean, I guess I'm surprised none of you mentioned this one, but I thought I thought the best song was Sirens featuring J.I.D. Oh my God. Oh, you're a big fan of J.I.D. So I, I mean, can see it, that. It's not even because of the, I don't even think he had the best performance on the song. Like, I just think the whole song, the hook is so, so good. And just like the, the production, the lyrics, I mean, their flows, Denzel switches up his flow like four times on the song. It is so, so good. I've heard it like, I've heard it, I've heard it so many times since it came Wait, out. Wait, which song? Uh, Sirens featuring uh, Jid. I don't know. I just guess like nothing really stuck out to me in this album. I tried listening to it two times. You didn't like it? I'm not a fan of it. It's not my type of hip hop. Wow, really? That's it's, surprising. See, the, the thing is, the like, first couple songs, yeah, I, I vibe with them, but then it gets like really downhill after that. Like the first song I listened to on Apple Music, there was a star next to Cloud Cobain. I was like, all right, let me listen to that one. Yeah, that, was, that, was, good a, that was a hot song. I love that. Not before, a good song. before the album even came out. Not a good song. <laughs> song is awesome, bro. The thing about Denzel is like he's. He's very dark when it comes to the way he he, he raps, and um, it's like a he, very thrashy song. I'm not a fan of thrashy music. So on that word thrashy, he invo- he incorporates like hip hop, obviously, but it's like rock hip hop or like. But like, rock like is not punk, thrash. Like punk hip hop, maybe. I think you mean like I think he means like metal. 
Maybe like, yeah, okay. I mean, Metallica's metal. This sounds not, nothing like it. This is that's like, not a good I mean, benchmark. Buddy, that's it's not a, a benchmark. it's an infusion of genres. Yeah, it's not supposed yeah. to sound like any one thing. It's supposed to sound like a it's combination a whole of new different, different thing. If anything, I think Post Malone did the whole rock and hip hop thing. No, <laughs> that's not true. <laughs> Post Malone using like hip hop, no, like rapping over rock. I think Post Malone did it better. Not that he really raps, but like I think Post Malone he did, did it, it better. I think Post Malone did it in a more digestible way, maybe for you. I don't but think like, he belongs. But like in you use this word digestible. Me too. What does digestible mean? Digestible means that you there's are, something you to are, digest. You are recognizing what people are willing to listen to right now or want to listen to right now, and you are um, you are changing your own style to fit that. How does that mean digestible? Does. No, like, no, that's no, not that's selling di- out. Di- no, no digestible, and what making, he's trying to say is maybe like hate just. He only prefers certain music and certain music he doesn't Dude, digest. Dude, it's like it's like it's like KOD, like same same thing. He took like a certain way of rapping, and he he like passed a message on while somewhat adapting to a newer sound because I think the sound was pretty different than classic J Cole. It's so not think, yeah, it's not selling out. I'm not I'm not accusing Post Malone of selling cause out because then you I'm you just, could you could argue honestly that J Cole sold out too, but like there's no way. Like, it's not what it is, and especially like particularly for Post Malone, his sound has always been a little bit more tailored towards like a wider audience but why is digestible music a bad thing i didn't say it was a bad no, it's thing. not a bad thing i'm like, saying that just if, because music isn't isn't trying to cater towards everybody i, I don't know doesn't don't, mean that it's not quality music. it doesn't have to cater but like i don't know the way denzel curry makes his music at least those last like couple songs it's not digestible in the sense that like you're listening to it, and it feels like it's going to give you a headache. But I do really commend him that his rapping is very clean, and he doesn't take breaths like Biggie in it. You don't hear the... <gasps> okay, hold right, on. We're not hold about on, to hold disparage on, hold Biggie. Hold on. And, no, 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 and no, no, no. everything that he... Don't do this right now, Yeah, buddy. but you know, you, every, listen, every single song you listen to by Biggie, you hear him okay, snoring Biggie had a weight laughing. problem. All right, that doesn't change dude. the fact the that okay, he is great. Fat Joe had a weight problem. You don't hear him going lean back... <gasps> I mean, to be fair, I'm pretty sure Biggie. It's because Fat Joe didn't rap like Biggie. And also, yeah, let's let's also get that on. And like Biggie <laughs> switches up his flow, yeah. like crazy. And his his ability, like that breath control, is kind of incredible considering how many rhymes he fits into little schemes. So that's the reason why he does that. I don't know. I think Denzel's breath control is something I appreciated. I, also, that's, they that's didn't all care. you appreciated. This also, guy? also on, on like a more technical note. They didn't care that much. Like when Biggie was recording, music was recorded very differently. Like I'm not yes. saying he's ancient. Like it was the '90s, but like they took care of music in a different way. They didn't care. That was part of the character of the songs. Like they would have the live recording and it would get pressed onto vinyl. That that's what makes. That's why vinyl's making a comeback because of that little novelty that you get. So I mean, j- not to go off on a tangent, but like that's kind of why it wasn't like people didn't realize how cool it was to have un like imperfect music. And yeah. now it's like, now that everything's digital, it's still great. The, the quality's better, I agree. The sound is cleaner, but there's like that little authentic feeling you just don't get. Which is, well, I mean, like, I, I know it's a little different than what you were referring to, but just in general, I appreciate things like that, though. Yeah. And in, in like older music where there are, you can hear the breath, you can hear something like, um, you can hear the imperfection. Like, remember when we went to Nashville? Mm-hmm. Where, like, we went there recently. Right, right. And we went to Studio B, which is like, um, a really famous place where like Elvis recorded and like Dolly, Dolly Parton, yeah. So bunch of people. And yeah, so you can like hear the songs and the guy that was basically walking us through there was talking about how like he like Elvis would go and record a song and like at the end I think on the vinyl like, as soon as they finished recording he was walking away and he bumped his head on the mic and they left it on there. Yeah, it's yeah. like it's just like honestly like this is a perfect example of this. Um, 
Steven Tyler. Like, Amazing. his voice. Amazing. You don't ever hear somebody like going, damn, Steve, huh? Go on, go on. You don't like aerospace? Oh, okay. Okay. okay anyway. Get the fuck out of here. Right. <laughs> but no, but you don't ever hear somebody complain like, oh my God, Steven Tyler's voice sounds so imperfect. Steven Tyler sounds like uh, his voice is way too raspy. No, like that is what adds that like hum- human factor to it. You know what I mean? Dude, like, that he, little screech. He hasn't killed it. Yeah, dude. He but he hasn't, he hasn't just like watered down his sound because he wants it to sound perfect. It's just... He leaves those imperfections in because that's what makes him him. But I think you guys don't realize that how hard it is to get that. To like, get... I was watching this video, right? Now. No, just listen to what I'm saying. I was watching this video, and you guys all know, like, death metal and, like, people yeah, go yeah. screamo, right? Right, right, right. Have you guys ever actually tried to do that? Do you know how unbelievably hard it is to oh, scream yeah, yeah. like From that? Oh, yeah, yeah. From an audio perspective, screaming into mics like that and getting it to no, sound... No, not even that. Like, just that type of singing requires an unsurmountable amount of skill like this guy went to random people on the shoes like give me your best death metal screech these people could not do it the only people could do it they'd been practicing for like 10 11 plus years and that's that's like that's like what steven tyler and all those guys have they have something that they've worked towards and crafted it to sound like that they didn't just wake up and say hey i want to sound like this no, but that's but that's the same. Except way that, Johnny Cash, that happened to Johnny Cash. <laughs> <laughs> that's the same way that Biggie works, though. Like it's somebody who's honed his craft so much that whatever those imperfections are, are there is because he wants them to be there. It's I like, wish and I, it's a it's a choice. I wish I could hear like if he was if he was around. Obviously, what would he sound like now? That's now, just, right? With the beats that are being produced right now. Yeah, like oh what could he do? I just, he would go. Oh, oh my god. god. <laughs> okay, wait. Let's let's rewind. Let's <laughs> yeah, go back yeah, to the whole Denzel thing. Go back to the whole Denzel thing. Yeah, no, man. So. I just wanted to say something. Um, so for those of you who you know use Apple Music or whatever it is, um, so that he uses thirteen a lot throughout this whole entire album. If you look at the titles, anytime it makes sense to use it, you know with bees especially, um, he adds thirteen instead of bees. And I, I realized something. The reason I think he uses thirteen is because there's thirteen songs on the whole thing. If you if you add up all the songs in three parts, it's thirteen songs. And so. I found that was a little, that was a pretty cool connection that he made. Uh, I mean, yeah. I mean, I think there might be something more. Just logically, I think yeah. the train of thought was 13 already meant something to him. Yeah. He exactly. made the title of the song and he just happened exactly. to also make his top 13 songs exactly. that he recorded. Oh, another highlight for me was Mad I Got It because nah, there's, there's, there's a switch up in the, in like, I think like the, the last third of the song that is just fucking insane switch it up was good too switch it up see that's what i'm saying this album has just honestly and what's cool is like he has like taboo like he has an actual word written now but then he has his own version of the word written now you know <laughs> you, you, you see go, that like honestly everywhere from switch it up to the blackest balloon all just crazy songs like no i definitely appreciate how much work he put into crafting the album not just he didn't just put the album names and put all that information he actually wrote like an interesting blurb. All the songs have an interesting meaning. They, he went through the trouble of trying to pick song names that he can make that fake version with the numbers in it. Like who goes through all that work these days? Yeah, no. Yeah, I, no. That's what you could appreciate from artists. And honestly, that might be a great, great transition. Mm-hmm. Because, Into Astral World. Because there's some art. There's an artist who's put a lot of, lot of work a into lot this of album, work. man. Uh, we have been waiting for this for quite a while. I, I like so this long. album. 
Uh, yeah, honestly, I, I was even going to like start off by saying that the fact that this is a good album would be just a given, because I don't think anybody here dislikes this album, right? I mean, I feel like it's kind of impossible to dislike this album. Somehow, I think I like Butterfly Effect the least. Dude. See, that's a good thing you're saying I mean, that, be because fair, that was a single. I love that song, and I think it's just the fact that I've heard it so many times that I'm like, okay, I'm kind of over it now, but that's a great song, but... I, I think also Yosemite what, is the best song. Yosemite is, it's is so really, good. Until Nav comes in. Yosemite and Stargazing. What was Nav doing in that song? You know, I, I, I don't know. Like, in half the songs, know, the man. song changes halfway through. He goes to another song, and then he comes back to it. Like that Drake song. I mean, Sicko, Sicko Mode, Mode does the same Mode. thing. Yeah. Yeah. The Drake song, it's like, yeah, let's put this really hot like Drake hook. Let's like do it really nice, and then halfway through, I'm going to change it up. And then I don't want Drake on this beat, so you know, I'm going to go back to the other beat with Drake later. Like... I, I thought it was three different songs at one point. But I, honestly, I, I freaking love that because I, I kind of, I mean, I don't know whether I'm reading too much into it, but it brought me back to the, what the, the album's called, which is Astral World, which is an amusement park with the roller coasters and things like that where everything's constantly you changing. No, what the, and the, I love that part of it. I thought it's it like was just like coaster. Travis Scott trying to be like, yo, this is my album. I'm going to rap nah, on my nah, own nah, beat. Nah. So Drake's not allowed on it. When you think uh, of an amusement park, right? Be, like when you first time at an amusement park, what do you think about? You don't like, what is this? What am I expected of these rides? Parties. No, with the rides though, like what do you, you don't expect anything. You're just like, okay, I'm going with an open mind into this roller coaster. Let's see what it is. Same thing with this album. You don't know where you're going to go into with this album. So like what song is like your King Dakar? My King the Cut. Oh man, I don't even know, oh, man. <laughs> What's the song that ends as quickly as it starts? It's a good way to put it. That's actually. Oh, yeah, never that's mind. That's good... not. Okay, I thought you just um, meant like. No, El Toro is the one that keeps you going, and then Nitro is like, "This is lasting way too long." <laughs> Why are we only focusing on Six Flags right now? That's like the biggest <laughs> roller coaster park in the country. I don't really know the roller coasters well enough to make these references. I just want to say that the best song to me in this entire album was uh, Stop Trying to Be God. Uh, I was literally looking at that. Oh my God. <laughs> that song is a masterpiece. Let's just, let's just make this clear. If there's like, if every artist has one song that like just just is the peak of their, the, the pinnacle of their abilities, it's Stop Trying to Be God. For sure. Oh Scott? my God. Yeah. Oh, oh wow. You yeah. know, when Stevie Wonder comes in with that freaking harmonica, mm. I lost my mind, dude. What? Yeah, that was Stevie Wonder on the harmonica. Do you know that? Nope, did not realize that. Yeah, Stevie Wonder played the harmonica, and oh my god, that shit sounds like a violin. Can someone I explain so to me why it. you guys told me that Travis Scott isn't a lyricist, but he's dropping better bars than half the rappers in the game right now? Uh, because you're wrong about that. I don't think the I don't think the I bars really liked a lot of the. I mean, I'm bars just. He was it was above average for Travis. It was above average for Travis, but like, let's not get crazy, bro. He's he's not. He's not amazing, <laughs> but it was a lot better than what a lot of people are putting out right now. To be fair, the bar's a little low. Um, for as far as just like rappers go nowadays, like Lil Pump is a is a bar right now. You know what I mean? So let's not compare him to that. But I, I mean, when you call somebody a lyricist, you're call you're comparing them to actual lyricists and. And he's not even in the same realm as a real lyricist. Like it's not. It's he's not a good even, artist. He's a good, <laughs> he's a good artist. artist. Yeah, but, I wouldn't consider. But him I a can't lyricist. even begin to call him. No matter how, like I, I agree with you. The bars on here were way better than I expected because he's actually. I mean, not even. I'm not even gonna go that far. He tried. <laughs> he tried. That's what I'm he saying. Tried. But that's all I ask a, for. Being a lyricist is trying and then being really, really good, which is not. That's not the. That's not where he's at yet. What was that one album where we were just like, dude, at least try. Uh, for okay. him? No, no, I think it was no, Wiz Khalifa. No. Yeah, I think it was Wiz Khalifa. Was it Wiz Khalifa? Wiz yeah, Khalifa Wiz had Khalifa's some pretty album, shady bars. We were just yeah, like, dude, yeah. what the fuck is this? Hook? Can you <laughs> yeah, just yeah. try? Right, that right, one right. that we were talking yeah, about. Yeah, I forget what it was called. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just so stupid. You're crazy. I like Wiz Khalifa's album. No, well, I, Rolling Papers too is great. Sure. Not so, as good as Rolling Papers one. 
Okay, yeah. Uh, right. We're not gonna get into this now. Rolling, 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 <laughs> got me stargazing. Yo, uh, yo, Travis okay, so, is wait, flow on the second I wanna, half. I want to talk about. I want to talk about stargazing. That's just my real favorite quick. song. That Dude, or Yosemite. When obviously he, you know, leaked that song through social media with other people recording that song or whatever. We all knew about that song before it came out. I didn't. Into Astro World. Dude, that part where he hits that high note and you just wondering like, how the hell is this possible? You get lost in like a whole new. You can tell you like you feel like you're in space, bro, when you're listening yeah. to that shit. Like <laughs> it was nice, man. I, I, especially when like I, I will say this. So like when I when I threw this album on, I was driving to work, right? Right. And so when I do that, I obviously don't know when songs begin and end. Mm-hmm. I just know when the album begins. Mm-hmm. And so I hit play, and then about halfway through my maybe 15 minute commute, I literally was under the impression that I was about four to five songs into this album, when in reality. I was maybe two and a half. <laughs> exactly. I like, was like, is this three songs? That's I, awesome. I know, but I loved it. As soon uh, as I looked good, down, I was like, thing. holy shit. Yeah, that's awesome. This I is a that. ride and a half, bro. Oh my God. I was just like, because especially, especially Stargazing, like that song, and I looked at it, I was like, this song has to be like six minutes long. But I looked down and it's like maybe four. Mm-hmm. And I was shocked that it was only four minutes because I could have sworn that I just went through an entire like. I mean, you also live pretty close. A thriller ride. I do live pretty close to work, but I didn't factor any of that in just because I I was really absorbed in the music. It took me almost my whole bus ride to listen to the whole album. Yeah, one bus ride is the album, but it works like ten minutes from home. I worked. Yeah, I worked in Morristown, which is like it's it's a very close commute. But like, my hour and a half uh, bus ride did the trick. Um, I fell asleep half through, halfway through, so I kind of like forgot some of it. Wow, Wait, can't, uh, can't blame Travis Scott for that. Yeah, that's Dude, not his it's fault. It's just like a Pavlov's dog thing. You sit on the <laughs> bus and you fall asleep. But uh, no, yeah, I I was just a fan of that. Honestly, I mean, maybe Hate wasn't the biggest fan of that, right? You did you do you prefer your music to be, you know, every song is distinct and the same sound throughout? I think it's nice if there's like one or two songs, but this felt like almost every other song was doing that. I guess. I mean, see, so it makes it. I, it's novelty once or twice, and then it's just like, come on. I don't know. I would complain if it weren't like every switch up was good, but every switch up was good. It was rather abrupt for some of them. Mm, I, I mean, I will say one was very abrupt, which was the beginning of sicko mode going into when Drake's Travis went. Yeah, there. the whole Drake's part. Drake to Travis was a very abrupt uh, change. Other than that, I don't. I think stargazing transitioned well. Uh, personally, I couldn't even tell that it was that it you know stopped. But um, yeah. I, I appreciated it. I think Shaylin did a little bit too. I'm oh, not sure. entirely sure what Sahil's opinion is yet. Yeah, I mean, so for me, um, I liked it. The album in general, it was it was a good listen. But I think my opinion is closer to your guys' opinion on Rolling Papers too. Where I'm just like, oh, it, it, like, it was nice to listen to. But I guess maybe just because I don't care that much for Travis Scott. He's good. I mean, and I think this album I was... I don't care about Travis Scott at all. But I do think his... This album may have just been like, like you said, the like pinnacle of his performance. Like he, this is definitely, in my opinion, his best work. Yeah. Maybe not my favorite album by him, but definitely his best work that he's put out. And I can, you can tell by, like you said, a lot of the changing styles and a lot of like, just it, it was, it was good to listen to. I wasn't yeah. bored at any point. Mm-hmm. So, I, I think that's where I stand on that. I'm, I don't really have like a thick opinion where I'm like, oh my god, this is amazing. I'm gonna listen to this all the time. I, no. I probably won't. <laughs> 
I have found myself going back to especially that sicko mode song just because not even sicko mode. I still, I still, I still go back to stargazing. <laughs> oh, also carousel with Frank carousel Ocean? too. Oh. Carousel too. Okay, I'll give oh it to you on stargazing. That it, it's pretty catchy. It's so catchy, bro. Yeah, that's just got me right. stargazing. <laughs> the way uh, got me going crazy. Like yo, only like only Travis can do that type of shit. Yeah, yeah, I like that. I like that. I also um, I I really really fucked with his flow on uh. On sicko mode, when that beat when that beat switch happens, I don't know what it was, but I just I want that flow all the time. It was it was awesome, um, but I honestly I can't I can't even like I, in my opinion all the songs are good, but uh, stop trying to be God is just it's great. Like I that song is amazing. You know you know one thing I realized is that like a lot of the, a lot of the albums that we've been looking at so far, um, they the the artist has been dropping singles before the album comes out. Yep. In this circumstance, in this situation, um, Travis Scott didn't do that at all, and the only song he added was "Butterfly Effect," which came out like a year ago. Yeah, yeah it was, was and, pretty old. And he can't, he put this in the album. So when you look at it, you know all these songs are fresh. We're looking at brand new content from Travis Scott. Honestly, I kind of I admire it a little bit just because like "Butterfly Effect" hit. You know what I mean? I love that song. Like it hit with a lot of people. Agreed. And so. It's very easy for Travis to see that um, that momentum and want to just kind of rush his album out yeah. and just kind of carry it on. But instead, he was like, "Fuck that!" Like you know, nah, you can he, listen to Butterfly Effect all you want, but I'm gonna us. I'm gonna play this when I want. He teased us so many times, but he just kept back going back to the studio and saying, "Listen, I need this to be perfect." And when, when an artist does that and he delivers, you can't do anything but applaud. Yeah, you I know? respect it. I think you're too obsessed with Travis Scott. I fucking love the dude, yo. I just love the way he makes music because he adds a lot of like, I don't know if this might be the right way of saying it, but like, like, nope. like, like synthesizer. <laughs> like, I think this is the like peak. He, he has this like is the that. peak performance of Travis Scott music. He You'll adds, never hear anything as random as this again in your lives that is this good. His, his production with his voice one way to put and, it. and tuning his voice, it's just, it just like sounds so good. all the 60 instruments he put in there. I'll be honest. I wasn't really even that that huge of a Travis Scott fan until this. Like, I, I liked his music. I liked like a, I, uh, on on his last album. I liked like two or three songs. On uh, I thought uh, his original Rodeo. That shit was pretty good. Rodeo was a banger. But yeah, it was pretty good. But uh, I even then I wasn't out here like you know salivating for Astro World. But when it came out, I I liked it a lot. I I, I enjoyed it. Dude, I was asking myself like five weeks ago like. Every day saying, when the fuck is this guy coming out with this album? <laughs> You're on that. See, that's, that's me when J. Cole's about to drop. Like, I, I just, I get into this weird mode. I always tell people, too, like, when when that out, when the J. Cole album comes out, like, people will say, oh, what do you think of it? I preface it every single time by going, I am a huge, huge J. Cole fan. Right. So take what I say with a grain of salt. <laughs> because if he makes a bad album, I'll probably still kind of like it. It's like it's like pizza. Like, bad pizza to me is still kind of good. <laughs> And so it's the same way with J. Cole. Like people say For Your Eyes Only wasn't that great of an album. I enjoyed it a lot. So that's kind of how you probably are with mm -hmm. Travis Scott, right? Like yeah, he's yeah. just your guy. Like, he's easy, yeah, he's a man. Yeah. No, that's fair. I mean I think it's it, it's uh, it's important to be unbiased when you're talking about music and like you're trying to yeah, tell I mean, a bunch of people. But at the same time, like we're just fans of music. Exactly. Different people have is. different opinions and yeah. that's what that's how that's the way it goes. Sometimes an artist just, just who you love. He just delivers sometimes, and <laughs> you thank him for it really hard. Yeah, man. <laughs> um, so on that note, we I just want to oh we do want to remind you guys that our uh, Spotify playlist it's being updated constantly with new music that we are listening to all the time, <laughs> and so definitely definitely check that out. 
Please do, yeah. Uh, it will be updated very soon as well. Yes. Uh, with, with a whole mess of new songs for you guys to enjoy. Yes, uh, yes, yes. Um, and Shit yeah. you never heard, bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, also, I mean, I, I guess we can just mention this briefly just because uh, it happened and I, I feel like it's important to say. Yes, sir. Uh, what's up, what's up, what's up? Uh, J, J. Cole. He, uh, he off had, season. Yeah, it's the off season, everybody. Uh, J. Cole dropped a freestyle, freestyle over Nas's Uchi Wally beat. And that beat is fire. It's bro. a fire beat. I and, love that beat. And Cole goes in. I enjoyed it, man. Cole did his thing. I think it's uh it's reminiscent of mixtape Cole. So I'm really excited. Uh, wow, that's a that's a re- bold statement, right? Reminiscent. I mean, honestly, it, it's just it's more or less there's just the fact that he was he didn't go out of his way to have like a really clear cut message. I guess it was just him spitting some bars. You know what I mean? And so I enjoy I enjoy it when J Cole does that. Uh, and I'm looking forward to it. He announced that off season and the fall off will be coming. I think off season is going to be the mixtape. Fall off will be the album, mm. and uh, we'll see when this mixtape drops. Apparently, there's some like clues inside of the picture that he dropped as the album cover, and people are kind of speculating that it'll drop on September th- September 10th. Um, the day but, before. Eleven. Yeah, I don't know if that has any. So, I don't know if that has significance to a rap album. You never know, you never man. With J. Cole, knows, with J. Cole, man. you never know, man. <laughs> yeah, Cole made three my different dude, names My for dude his is album. deep <laughs> as fuck. Like. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, check it out, man. He's going in on a beat, and I think he's going to do that a lot for this next mixtape. Um, so enjoy it. Enjoy it while it lasts. My yeah. bad, Sahil. <laughs> yeah, it's all good. Uh, yeah, I think that's us. That's it for us uh, this week. Hey, yeah. you want to sign us off as usual? All right, so that was the Allure DJs podcast. Catch us every Sunday. Or in this case, it's on a Wednesday, but you get the point. <laughs> We're on Instagram, SoundCloud, Google Play, Do we everywhere, Apple bro. Music, Podcasts. Yeah. Like, you look up Allure DJs, my face is the first thing you'll see. That oh, beautiful not. face. <laughs> You're welcome to all our viewers. It is not the first thing you will see. So <laughs> but it's provocative. It gets the people going. It's provocative. <laughs> um, anyway, that's Allure DJs, and this is goodbye from hate. We're signing off. It's Rishi. Peace out, Shailen. See ya. That, that was Sahel. Thanks. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye.